Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Umrapreneur Live podcast where I interview Muslim entrepreneurs every week to break down business, lifestyle, mindset, and entrepreneurship from an Islamic perspective. Today, I'm joined by Brother Saqib Ahmed, who is part of the four-person team that works on Minideed, a crowdfunding platform that helps you instantly donate one penny to causes that matter to you most by liking their posts. So it's almost a social media app, but it's based on charity and crowdfunding. And in this episode, I bring Saqib with me to essentially talk about the story behind Minideed, how they grew this platform, and things to keep in mind when building and growing a tech startup. The first question that I ask him is how he connected with the founder and joined the team at Minideed to start working on this project. Let's dive right in. Bismillah. Um, yeah, that, that's an interesting question. Um, so how I joined Minideed. So um, the story started around um, two years ago where um, uh I, I, I work at a um, at an investment bank, and like we we uh, we kind of uh, there's a co-founder that I met, the co-founder of Minity that I met there, and it, it became it was very casual. So um, me and me and Matty, this guy, we used to go down to the prayer room like to pray Zohar every every day, right? And uh, and usually after praying, we, we we used to have like a, a bit of small talk about like. Yeah, how how's everything going? How's the things you're working on? And one day I asked him, I asked him right small talk again. I was like, um, "How's it going?" And he misheard it as, "How's the app going?" And he started talking about this app where um, he, he said, "Yeah, uh, yeah, we're working on it. It's pretty cool." And then um, and he showed me a version of the app. So it's it's a version that you probably uh, you. Uh, not many people have seen, but that was the first iterate. Uh, that was the first version right. of, of the app, and he showed on this like, little tiny Android phone where uh, he, he he was showing he was showing me what it was, and I, I immediately clicked with the vision. Right, I, I immediately clicked with the concept. I, I found this concept really really cool. Right, and it's 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 about. Um, into social media where your likes are actually micro donation. So I, I, I loved it instantly. And I told him that I could, I myself could uh, see myself using this app. And uh, uh, my interest started growing more and more in that, from that. So like our kind of small talk became more mini lead focused about how's it going and what, what you're working on. And uh, to the point where kind of, uh, uh, I've become so invested in, in the app that I ended up uh, uh, telling him that I, I, I wanted to join the team and I, I helped in different ways that uh, we, we're going to cover, obviously. Um, but um, but yeah, th that's like kind of the joint, the, uh, the story of how I kind of stumbled just from it or just little small talk in the prayer room that a lot of us have in the workplace to joining a uh, a, a, a rising startup, which was uh, which journey has been really amazing. Mashallah, that's awesome. I, I'm really so happy to hear that story. And it almost sounds like, you know, the story when uh, Mark Zuckerberg invites his friends in Harvard to his kind of dorm room and he tells them about this crazy idea called Facebook. And then, you know, people walk out. But then uh, I believe two of his friends stayed. Um, I forget their names off the top of my head, but these two friends are not billionaires, guys. So hopefully, inshallah, that's going to be the case with you guys too and with Minideed, but in a nonprofit <laughs> way. So walk us through actually, is Minideed a nonprofit or is it a for-profit, but you help charities? How is it structured? So Minideed is a uh, best uh, one best way to describe it. It's, it's a social en enterprise, and okay. um, so um, 
Um, I think the the idea of how MidiD came about was was through um through the, uh, one of the co-founders, um, kind of came, who came across a post by uh, I'm not sure if you remember Bana Alabed, the 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 little girl that uh, used to tweet about her situation in Syria when when mm. the situation in Syria was very very active, and. Uh, uh, Twitter picked that up and it went really viral, right? It went in, in terms of uh, different social, uh, different uh, news channels, and 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 Matty and these co-founders, they they want they wanted to help, but they couldn't figure out how to help her, right? And a mini deed was conceived from this. Uh, it's a, a social media platform where you can do more than just like the post. Mm-hmm. And uh, directly donate to make a difference. Uh, so it's a platform where you don't uh, you don't just raise awareness, but you can go beyond that and uh, directly make a difference and co- connecting awareness with action. And uh, uh, and yeah, so that's kind of um, the the idea came about. That's how the idea came about. And uh, I can I'm happy to talk through more the uh, the vision or things like that. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I love that you shared with us how the idea came about and and, and what you guys are developing right now. Now, what was Minideed like? You know, you I, you mentioned that a little bit. It was kind of just an app on a smartphone. A lot of people, they think about when they want to build a platform as an entrepreneur or, you know, a social media app or even just an app that does, does a small specific function that they want to help bring to the industry. They always picture this magnificent app that has all these features and it's fully built out and it looks like you know what these social media apps are like today when you go on instagram and facebook and they have all these features but we all know that's not how it starts right you have to start with a minimum viable product so let me tell you is that what you guys also did with mini deed was that your approach did you just create a minimum viable product and what's the difference between your first version and where you are today if you can just share some of that that'd be awesome yeah sure um and yeah, that's ex- that's exactly what we did. We did right. Um, we we tried to identify um, the the minimal viable segment and the minimal viable product to actually meet those needs. And and you're right. I think that that's, that's, that's something that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs fall in the trap of that their product has to be really perfect. And uh, like if, even the version we have right now. Um, we were constantly working to build more more features to enhance it, and um, uh, I, I, I think we're, we're, we're working towards um, a lot of things in the background that you'll be able to see to enhance it. But it, it was gen- it, it, you, you should genuinely just look into um, if there's a need, how do I meet that need, and get something out to the people, right? In terms of um, and, and and refine it and that's what we're kind of constantly trying to do we're trying to refine refine it based on the feedback we're getting and implement new features and uh, and the feedback has really been valuable over the past past year yeah. definitely. can you share with me uh, a little bit about what it looked like in the first version because right now you know I, I go you can go on the app and it's really nice visually you can just simply click on the button you donate instantly and you kind of scroll through it has a beautiful feed what did it look like? Do you remember what it looked like uh, two years ago when you first joined? Did it look any different? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so, um, um, so that that one, uh, one, the co-founders built the first version themselves, and uh, I remember it's quite funny actually because um, um, 
the first meeting where I had with with uh, both co-founders, like that was the first time that I was introduced to the other co-founder, uh, and I, I, I literally had the app open and it says, "I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that." <laughs> and uh, this could be better. What about this and this and that? But um, and um, uh, how how it looked the concept was still the same. The concept of liking. And donations so that was still the same uh, we we did a lot of improvements towards the um ui and the ux to uh, to make it more friendly i think um uh one thing that um uh, i'm really a fan of right now is the uh, is the actual donation button where uh if you if you get a chance like if you tap that the our little mini balloon will float up to the actual fundraising part but right. um yeah so uh yeah so in terms of we we had the concept built and sure. um, um, it, it didn't look the prettiest, but we, but we, we, it, it was a field where people can post with with the with the charities that they wanted to support, and um, and what we did is kind of built on that and got to the app where it is today, and we're 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 looking into uh, improving that more as we're going along, and we have some exciting things in the pipeline for that. Yeah, definitely, inshallah. And I'm actually on the app right now, and it's really active, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm seeing posts. I mean, if I just look right now, four minutes ago, six minutes ago, seven minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, 12. So, I mean, in the last 20 minutes, I'm seeing at least 10, 20 posts right now. So, mashallah, you guys have, you know, a, a really active community here. I want to ask you, because I know, Saqib, that you've helped actually with that, and you've helped get the word out about the about the platform, get users on board. So can you share with me a little bit about how you did that? What was your approach? And especially because as entrepreneurs, when we start off, we don't have a lot of funds. So I'd love to hear how you did it and what was your approach like? Yeah, definitely. So um, one of the things we did when we built this, when we built this version was um, we went to um, my, my university, and um, so um, we have something in the UK called Freshers Fair. I'm, I'm, oh, you must have the same uh, in Canada, right? In terms of right. a fair where a lot of university students, uh, new university students come uh, to see what the uni offers. So uh, we uh, we end, so I we ended up going to my uni and we set up a store. We set up a mini D store uh, and like uh, with. Um, Giving out freebies like pizza and uh, uh, and sweets and chocolates, but also we we did some we did something uh, we set up a balloon pump challenge, which was quite fun. It was it was literally like a um, we put a balloon on a pump and we time how how much people how quickly people can pump it to pop the balloon, and and it was and it was a leaderboard. And while they're doing that, we 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 told we told them about the app. And like introduce them to the app, and that uh, that's one of the first things we did to wow. uh, as as a, for a launch, right? In terms of uh, increasing our presence, I don't think I've ever really heard of that as a marketing method ever. This is the most interesting way to market <laughs> an app that I've ever heard in my life. To be honest, that's amazing, mashallah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because because the way um, like we we had we had uh, we had loads of ideas of what we want to do. Like I I really wanted something that would uh, grab people's attention and like something that kind of reflects our brand right and like our mini logo is a balloon and so so this was this was a really great way to grab people's attention and then tell them tell them about the app and it, it was from that the, what we did uh when we launched and then from that we um uh we kind of um the con uh, we 
I, I created, I created a, um, a video. It's, it's a very simple screen recording video of the app that you see right now of, hey, hey guys, look, this is a simple way that you can donate on Minidid. And mm -hmm. it, it was literally me with the voiceover. It didn't even have my face in it. It was, I was just scroll, uh, scrolling. And I just put that on my, uh, on my social media platforms. And, and that, that's when we, we also generated a buzz, right? And, um, People, people, uh, people use that to. Um, people saw that they downloaded the app and so wow, this concept is really cool. And and more people started talking about it, and it had a, like a snowballing effect from there on. So um, yeah, so th That's, those are the things that we did early when we uh, when when we joined. So it sounds like you're really on the ground floor, and you're really there, just looking for different ways, creative ways to get the word out. And mashallah, you know, like I said, the the activity with the balloon popping. So you did a lot of local events as well, from it sounds like. And a lot of people, when they develop an app, they don't think of that. They think everything has to be online, right? And getting the word out through social media, of course, is an amazing way. Organically, the first users you should get on board are your friends and family, right? These are the people that are going to support you. You can get their feedback. You can have them test. But you also went and you did local events, which for someone who is creating an app, they might think, really, let's, why don't we just focus online? So walk me through that. Why did you do local events? Is it because it was just a simpler way of, of, of getting the word out for you? Or is it that you're comfortable setting that up? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, um, um, it's interesting, right? Because we, uh, we always, uh, and one thing that um, I always say is that you should always look for the opportunities that are near you and like mm -hmm. what opportunities can you exploit and what uh this this uh, um this tool what um uh it coincided well because um precious fair was around um was uh was really close mm -hmm. and um we kind of um we we, we spoke to the uh, to your organizers and uh, and the fact that i was i was already a university student at, at that place helped us all, but we managed to get a store. I think, I think it's great because of the, uh, the app itself, the market itself, right? It's um, students are active on social media, so mm -hmm. it, it, it it seemed like a great way to kind of meet a lot of people, meet, meet a lot of uh, people that could be potentially interested. Like the uh, student activism is very common, right? And people are passionate about causes, and they're a lot passionate during that phase of their time. So it, it seemed like a, it seemed like a really good opportunity um, uh, to kind of uh, do do things on the ground, and um, um, and it, it was genuinely fun, like having having real uh, interactions with mm. with with potential uh, with potential users. I think right. I think that's that's a really great thing that. Um, and social media is great for a lot of reasons, but one of the things that you don't have is a real life interaction with mm -hmm. potential customers or potential users. And um, um, so, yeah, so that opportunity presented itself and we, we thought we thought it would uh, be a really good opportunity to seize. That definitely, mashallah. And, you know, it's just such a great takeaway for people who are listening right now because, you know, the people who listen to this, the majority are Muslim entrepreneurs and they listen to this and, you know, they want to get ideas. They want to know how to grow their business. And right now, this was such a beautiful gem to take away, which was look at the local events that are happening. And of course, right now with the pandemic, uh, there aren't many local events. So unfortunately, that 
is a little uh, a little downside, but inshallah, once they start back up, then it's a great way to get the word out. It's a great way to let people know about your business, about what you're working on. It's not just all online, right? And as you mentioned, you get that real human interaction, which is always so valuable as a founder, as an entrepreneur, because you want to get that feedback. How do you make your product better? Now, I know that you also, Saqib, mashallah, you mentioned that you were able to build partnerships with charities and you needed to get these charities on board. And that's a key part of Minideed, which is, you're trying to help charities, you know, get more funding. And so what was your approach like? Because a lot of people develop apps and businesses where they need to make partnerships, right? And so what was your approach in, in building those partnerships? Is there anything that you could share with us? Yeah, uh, that's a um, good question. I think um, it's interesting because um, uh, prior to joining Minideed, I had a lot of... Um, I had had a bit had some experience, and uh, I was I was active in the community in terms of working with different community organizations and, and working with charities, which uh, I, I I really love doing. So um, so uh, so what, what one of the things that we did to kind of entice charities is is uh, some of them were actually uh, physically going into the branch. Um, one of I can remember that for one example was one of my friends. Um, sister kind of worked for uh, worked for one of the charities, and, and they made one, they, they made the introduction. And uh, I, I literally was pitching physically in their branch about, look, this is a really cool. This is a way. Here's here's some free money. We're gonna offer you free money, and that's that's literally what the concept concept is. We we onboard you on the platform, and. Uh, and, and people would start fundraising for you. And uh, that, that's one of the things that we kind of sold. But it, it, it is quite difficult, but uh, I don't think um, it hasn't been always smooth sailing. Right? And um, uh, we, or we've built partnerships. It, 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 and it leads to a snowball effect, but there's some when it gets easier. But there was there, there's some... There's some cases where you pitch it and it, it, you come across roadblocks, right? Some people don't see the vision of it, or some people don't see uh, uh, the traction of it. And um, especially when when you think of pennies, right? Uh, of like, oh, some someone donates one penny, and like, it, 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 you you really have to sell what it could be rather than it, uh, uh, rather than what you see right now. So. Um, right. And that, that's and the that, thing that we had roadblocks in. But, yeah, that's yeah. a key 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 aspect because how does someone do that? Because you know, when it comes to getting that consumer adoption, the first few users or the first few clients, if you're a coach consultant, it's always the hardest because you don't have a proven track record. You don't have you know some, a proof that look we can deliver on our promises and we can we can help your business. And so your pitch has to be amazing. It has to be focused. It has to bring something new. It has to be innovative. It has to give value essentially to the people that you're pitching to. And a lot of mistake that I, a big mistake that I see is, and people even do this when they reach out to me, they reach out on LinkedIn or, or, or Facebook and they're like, Hey, you know, can I, can I get this from you? Can I, can you do this for me? And the first thing that you have to do when you reach out to organizations, charities, or, you know, people that you, that you could benefit from is to first give value. Right. And was that your approach? Did you first did you approach it from a perspective of here's what we can do for you rather than then here's what you can do for us? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. And um, the, um, in terms of um, it, it's in two folds. Right. Because uh, for with charities, um, you have to like 
sell them the value that they're getting with uh, being a charity on our platform. And um, and um, that that's the, the way we frame it. But then there's also um, the really cool thing is due to the nature of your, what we're building here and um, and selling that vision that you naturally get you naturally get supporters from it. A lot of people who really uh, like the vision and um, some of the uh, uh, some of the partnerships that we formed with with some community organizations just simply wanted to help, right? And that that. that uh, that's that's what's really cool about what we're building here, and um, it, it 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 makes that easier. And um, so, uh, organizations like uh, Muslimic Makers, uh, they, they they were really supportive. They 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 collaborated with us with on our Ramadan campaign, and uh, we're sharing the word out and sharing it with the community. And but um, these are the these are the things that kind of we've naturally built supporters because of the vision, because of what we're trying to build here. And and that's 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 what that's one really good thing that I really like about Minidid. Right. And so people could that's the thing. You have there's a certain purpose behind what you're doing and there's a certain mission that you're trying to achieve. And so people can get behind that. And I think that's also a great takeaway in that, you know, for the people watching, the people that will listen to this later, that when you have an, a mission behind what you do, even if you're just and we have a lot of coaches, consultants, service providers that, that listen to this. Even if you're just someone, for example, who helps, you know, you're a coach and you're a relationship coach and you help people in terms of, you know, bettering their relationships, improving their relationships. Or maybe you have a product or service and it's something as simple like, you know, a more comfortable office chair. But what is the mission behind that? Even with products, maybe you could add a mission of, OK, well, for every sale, we're going to make a certain donation towards uh, a charity for sustainability. Right. Or we're going to add a certain cause that we that we support and that when someone buys that we're going to make sure that we extend some of that towards that cause so there's it's always good especially i think i think now with a lot of companies they're becoming more mission focused they're becoming more purpose focused right they realize that now people don't really care anymore if you're a for-profit right people don't care about you you may, wanting to make money but they're going to support you if there's a deeper vision if there's a deeper mission behind what you do, mashallah. So it's a great takeaway as well that you shared. And I want to thank you for that. I want to ask you, where do you see Minideed going in the future? Because right now in its current state, mashallah, I'm going, it's already popping off. And I want to know, what are your plans? Where do you want to take this? And please go ahead and uh, share what you can. If you do, if you want to spoil too much, that's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, good question. Um, what we what really want to do is, right, we want to continue serving our users that we do currently and continue growing Mm -hmm. uh, so people will really find out more about what we're building here. And right. um, I, like I foresee, I, I foresee like Minidid be, being the place where like uh, the online community where you drive change from. And uh, mm -hmm. and we want to continue, continue growing our impact. Uh, like we, we, we reached over 20 countries through simply donations of Minidid last year. And, and we're just getting started. Because um, as we continue building more partnerships, as we continue, as more and more um, you, um, people find out about the platform and join, uh, these are the things that we want to uh, aim to do. And, and we, uh, by, con by serving our users, what, what we mean is uh, we con we're dedicated to continue improving the experience. And, uh, and um, these are in the form of uh, small... These are small things that we're kind of uh, looking into, small tweaks here and there. But also, how can how can we uh, 
continuously improve based on the feedback we're getting from our users and um, things that we're kind of looking into, like little things I can tease is maybe uh, you, you might see a, a, a dark mode version of Minidid coming very soon. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. That. And, and, and other things that we're looking into so that like um, to help people build um, build a habit of um, one of the things, one of our strap plans is like, what's your mini did a day of that? Build a ha habit of doing something small and doing something good each day. And right. um, and these are the things that we kind of incorporate in, with, within mini did, but also from an Islamic perspective, right? Of like, uh, if, if you can give, um, if, you, if you can give um, um, a sadaqa uh, daily, it's, it's one mm -hmm. thing that's we should aim to try and do and help him build that um build that within our user uh users is, is we want to we're looking to try and help that move forward as well definitely Michelle. and i think i think i want to talk about that for a little bit and i think you bring up uh, right now an amazing topic and it's really what mini did helps people achieve and i think that's the most important thing and it's it's what really captivated me about this idea when uh, Mudassar, uh, dear brother, told me about it. And I want to give him a shout out because we had a conversation on this podcast. It was absolutely amazing. I think he's watching right now. And I want to I, I touch upon this because when I discovered and when I went on your website and I saw what it was about, and I saw that this essentially is an application that you can go on. And literally, it's a donation of one penny, guys. Like, one, like you can't even notice you won't even notice that it left your bank account because it's literally one penny, right? So, but it's just, subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that that he loves the deeds that are small but consistent, right? Right, and and this is something that has been told to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that the consistent, a small consistent deed is more valuable in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than, you know, big deeds, but that happen very, that are very few and far between, right? And so, what mini deed helps us achieve as Muslims is really just, as you mentioned, build that habit of charity, of, of, of giving. And it essentially allows us to accomplish that very saying, that very teaching in our Islamic tradition of doing one small deed every single day, but that is consistent. And what is there more beautiful in our religion, in our Islam, than, than to give charity, right? To zakat. And it's so, it's such an integral part of Islam. And I love that mission. I get excited as you can see, as you can tell when I talk about this because <laughs> I love it. It's such a great idea. It's look, one penny a day. Go one penny a day. It doesn't even do, you know, it doesn't even change anything. But watch how it's going to make such a difference for you on the day of judgment. Watch how it's going to make such a big difference for you in the akhirah. You know, when you do this and when you're it's just subhanAllah, you could be there and, and you know, you have all these sins and all these, all these things that we all struggle with as Muslims, right? We're not, no one's perfect. But then Maybe subhanAllah, you know, you're going to be standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you're going to see that just that daily donation of one penny is what was able to get you, you know, to, to get to, to overcome, you know, all the sins that we've done, all the mistakes that we've done and get us, inshallah, to Jannah, which is what we all aim for. And I want to talk to you about that because that mission is so beautiful, man. And I just, I'm, so, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I, I'm completely, you got my full support on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so... Uh, one of the things that like um, vision that we see with Minidid is that what I see is that it's, it's, it doesn't become a platform. It, it's a platform where you don't 
just raise awareness, but you go beyond that and make a difference. But And to not only do this, but we're creating a space where a community can uh, support each other's passion and content through tiny donations to the causes they care about. Mm-hmm. And I also like to think that we're building a community of change makers. And that's not just people currently out there already making a difference who are more than well, who, are, who are really passionate about the app as well. But one thing that I also like to think that we're building, um, it, it mini did allows people to discover that everyone has the potential to make a difference. And and that's the one of the things that uh, we really w- want to achieve, right? Uh, like one of our co-founders, uh, uh, Metis, is, uh, is funny because we will always try and discuss like how to simplify um, what Minideed is. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he tweeted was like, Minideed is the democratization of charitable giving and fundraising. And we laughed at that. That's really complicated to say. But um, uh, the, 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 the word democratization, they're like, Making it accessible for mm. uh, making making a difference, making that accessible to everyone. That's one of the things that we're we're, tr- we're trying to do here, right? Uh, just just by simply making a post that you, you could help um, uh, your your post about um, um, about uh, what you had for breakfast could help someone put a meal on a plate. For someone that really needs it, or or just just think about how easy that's that's what I'm trying to do. How easy it is to make a difference and ignite that ignite that a bit passion for change makers, and and that's a, uh, and obviously for Muslims that's that's a really great thing, right? But and we, we want to make mini did open for everyone, right? Everyone has that potential to, to to make a difference, and we really want to tap into that. Definitely, mashallah. I completely agree with that mission and vision, to be honest with you. And it, this is why I wanted to bring you on to talk about that, to bring some exposure to that, inshallah, to bring some light onto what you guys are doing. I just downloaded the app and I know that I'm going to be a user. And I hope that you guys listening will be as well. And especially as entrepreneurs, guys, if there's one thing that we need in our business, it's barakah, right? In our, in our, in our risk. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, you know, tells us and we are taught through the Prophet sallam, and through our, the righteous companions that when you give, when you give of your wealth, when you give of your mal, what happens, right? What happens that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases it, right? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that when we when we give in charity, it is not actually taking away from our wealth. It is actually adding to our wealth, right? So when you do that as entrepreneurs, as people that own businesses and that are trying to get that risk, right? We're trying so hard so that we can sustain ourselves, our business. What could be better than to get that barakah in our business than to just do open up that mini deed app and just... You know, go ahead and, and donate one penny every day to just the cause that you care about, that you feel, you know, deserves your support, inshallah. And I think there's nothing better. So that's why I wanted to highlight that. Now, I want to ask you yourself, Saqib, let's get a little bit real here. I want to ask you, you know, you have a background. You're actually still also working um, in, your, in your in a corporate career and you work with Minideed as well. So you have you have both experiences and, and you're able to kind of gather uh, information experiences from both areas, which is beautiful. And I love that. I want to ask you on the entrepreneurship side. Okay. Get real with me here. I want to ask you, what are the lessons <laughs> that you learned from, from the entrepreneurship side, from working with mini deed and from, you know, being part of this amazing platform? Um, that's, that's, uh, that's a really great question. And, uh, I, I think I've learned so much while being, uh, while working on this, uh, it's an environment where there's, and there's opportunities to learn in with every direction that you take. And uh, uh, one of the things that kind of um, 
one of the main lessons that I I learned was to grow a thick skin. I'd say it's because um, one of the things with trying to build a startup and uh, trying to uh, you're trying to sell a concept is that a lot of people won't understand it, mm-hmm. and you should you can't let that get to you, right? You can be you can be ignored a hundred times, for example, but the hundred and first time it could be someone that actually picks up and think, "Whoa, this is really cool." So you, you need to persevere until until you get to that moment, yeah. and um, and it'll get easier as you grow. Like I want to show people that, like, if if you're uh, for Muslim entrepreneurs, if you're feeling like that, there's um, it, it might be difficult right now to try and uh, try and entice users that. Um, you you gotta keep persevering, but uh, and uh, but that also comes with the balance, right? In terms of, um, I'd also say that like you need to uh, you need to really understand if there's a market for or for what you do, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, or, or the idea of the project that you're trying to trying to build. And uh, I I do one do one thing that I always get when like um on um like people who want to start. Start a startup or like entrepreneurs come to me. It's that um, they, they they have this fully blown, uh, fully built idea in their head, and this is what they're going to build, and they've not talked to a single person about it yet. Mm-hmm. And and th- that's the thing that we will, you sh- you should try and avoid. Speak to as many people as you can. Get as much feedback as you can as you're growing. And one of the things that I would like, uh, and that's one of the things I would really do with uh, with me is I was we're trying to improve based on feedback and you're right market research is so important and some people kind of get bogged down into like i want to build this that they they uh, they kind of ignore and skip that process so yeah confidence in your product is key but do that after you're after you've got the data and after you're convinced that you've got a market for what you're trying to build so that these are the things that i like these are lessons that i've learned um Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, from growing mini did another thing that I'd say also is um, like on on the topic of feedback. Actually, was that there's a, there's this I, I'd say sometimes it is irrational, but there's this fear that some people have with their idea. Like their idea is really precious, and like and they're they're, they're scared of sharing it because everyone's gonna steal it. Like everyone's gonna everyone that you talk to, everyone is your enemy. They are all gonna steal it and make right. uh, become the next Zuckerberg. But you, you, but you need to understand that, like, like, um, in, it, it's your idea. No one's gonna, um, like, it, the the likelihood of someone making an idea and executing it to the passion, uh, and executing it to the level that you would want to execute, uh, that that percentage falls a lot smaller. It falls also smaller when. Uh, you're talking to friends and family, right? It's uh, it, it's people. Uh, are, are they are they really going to go out the way to burn that bridge with you to try and steal this uh, idea? But uh, and 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 most of these answers are no. And like I I used to have this fear as well, right? And uh, and like a lot of my ideas, like I used to keep it to myself. But I've started becoming a lot more open and just I always blurt out my ideas, man. And I was just like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? And and just get as much feedback as I can. And one that's one of the things that uh, we should not be um, we should not be af- afraid of doing. And uh, um, um, obviously, ha- uh, that's 
that 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 still is possibility. But you you need to think about um, uh, you need you shouldn't be scared. You shouldn't be overly scared of that happening. And and folk and prioritize getting feedback from your from your from your idea. Hundred percent. So I love everything that you shared. And honestly, these are if people can get that th these principles, if they can understand these principle, uh, these principles and follow them, they're going to have a much easier time growing their business. And subhanAllah, you mentioned that point of people being scared. You know, I I can remember so many times where people message me and then they're like, "Brother, I have this thing, but you know, can you pr can you promise not to tell anyone?" And it's all that. And it's like. Let's be honest, guys. Like, not one percent of you actually do follow through and work on your business. Okay, let's be real here. So, don't worry. I, I, no one's going to bother stealing your idea because most people don't even end up working on their own ideas. Let's be real, right? So many people have amazing ideas and ideas they're they're a dime a dozen, but who's going to put in the work? So, I love that you shared that, and I think that's just a piece of realness on this podcast right now. So, thank you, Zakhlaq. I want to ask you, brother, what is some advice? And we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with QA very soon, inshallah, because I can see there's some comments, there's some questions coming in in the comments, guys. So if you have any questions for Sakib uh, about Mini Deed, about himself, his corporate career, his uh, his 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 work with Mini Deed, let's put him on the spot right now. So <laughs> drop your comments in the uh, drop your questions in the comments and we'll get to them, inshallah. But Sakib, I got one more for you, brother. What is some advice outside of what you just said as well, because those were gems, but what is some advice you'd give to someone specifically who's interested in building an app? Because I know that's a very competitive space. You need to, you know, at least know a developer or be a developer. It's pretty difficult. But in your experience, I know that you're working on the team. Uh, you're not the founder, but from just witnessing what the founders are doing and, and, and starting from scratch, what is some advice that you'd give for someone that's interested in starting their own app that's listening to this? Um, I think... Um... And I get this sometimes as well when um, you get uh, some startup uh, founders or like some people come to you with an idea of this mm -hmm. is what they want to build. And um, it's it's one of the things that we've already touched on previously that um, they, they, they're always looking to the end product and of the final thing that you really want to build. Mm -hmm. And the uh, and you got to understand it's a really long and expensive journey to get to that and to build that traction. So um, it, it, it's what you said, right? Minimal viable, uh, having having a minimal viable product for yeah. a minimal viable segment that will satisfy the, the this, that will, um, your people will engage the product if you have these features and, mm -hmm. and like, like if you ask me, is this the final product? Is this, uh, mini deed right now in terms of like is it all polished it's not all polished we will we're continuously working we we work we will continue working to try and improve and to uh, re, uh, really work on the app and i i think people uh, when when you come with an idea when you come with something like that or, or really consider the purpose or really consider what is it that you want to do mm -hmm. and uh, and 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 like I said, un 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 collect as much data as like you need, and they need to be upfront with you. Like, there's like, would you actually use this? Like, right. yeah, they have. To, yeah, yeah. You can so ask you, your mom. It's gonna be like, it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> exactly. You you need to go. You need to find strangers as well. So that, that, that's one thing that you you really need to find people who've never come across it before. And like, are they are they, are they the are they this? And if there's the segment you're targeting, would they use the app? And it's like because a lot, of, a lot of uh, people with ideas, they like, 
they just see they, they just see themselves. Oh, I, I, I use it, so everyone is, everyone else is going to use it. And and um, you got to understand that there's a different perspective from you as a builder and you as a creator of something, and you as a user. And these are things that you need to really differentiate yourselves as. You need to separate yourself from your uh, from you you whether you use it or not, and present it, present the idea, present the concept to people and say, uh, and ask, would you use it? And these are the things that um, we, uh, uh, we we looked into a lot before before doing it. it. It took us a while to get here, but it's it's uh, it, we wanted to do this properly. And that's, that's what we've been working on. Alhamdulillah, mashallah, that's amazing. And I love that advice, to be honest with you. And it's it, it really boils it down to the, to the core elements because people, that's the thing, they want to hear, you know, when you think of even the first car that was made and you think of Henry Ford, the only thing it had to do was be able to propel itself on four wheels, right? It didn't need to have a radio, uh, you know, Apple CarPlay, you know, a Bluetooth and all of these features that you have now, a rear view camera. The cars didn't have that. Could it, can it run on four wheels? Awesome. Is it better than riding a horse? Yes. Let's do it. Let's put it out there. So that's, what you, that's how you want to treat the app, right? So, you know, can it achieve its main function? Okay. And then you can make sure you master that and then you can add all the bells and whistles. And I think that's the key. So I think that's a great lesson to take away. And I want to thank you for sharing that. Now, uh, we have a few questions, mashallah, coming in through the comments for our Q&A portion. So we're going to dive into those in, in one second. There's one question that I ask every guest. Okay. And this is a little bit, uh, some people, you know, it gives them a little bit of uh, a little bit of a pause. They got to think about it a little bit. So take your time if you need to, but it's, what is one thing that you would tell Saqib from, two, three years ago, or even young Saqib that's growing up, if there's one thing that you could tell him that, you know, would help him on his journey, that would, that he could hold on to as he goes through life, is there something that you could share with us? <laughs> oh, you really put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this question. Okay. Um, advice that I would give myself three years ago. Um, I think, um, I think um, you should always, um, if if I really gave myself advice, I think it is that um, um, remain consistent and mm. try to remain consistent. That, that's one of the things that I always uh, always trying to tell myself why we why we do this, and uh, always kind of remember what you're trying to build here and um, and what your motivations for doing it as well. That's really important. Because if you if you if you're not honest uh, on your, uh, honest at yourself at the start of the journey, it's like you, there's a lot of perseverance that, that is needed when you're working in a startup. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you don't ask, if you don't, con if you don't, if you're not honest about that with yourself, then it'll be really difficult for you to carry on when things get tough. So uh, always, always think about those. Th uh, I think always think about uh, what you're um, looking into, why you're doing this. Why you want to carry on, and uh, I think that that's what and and it always hold on to that to try and remain consistent. Mm -hmm. Consistency is everything. I always always repeat that to the people that I work with as well. Honestly, because again, guys, slow and steady wins the race. It's always a marathon. It's not a sprint. And this spirit is embedded in many deed and in what you guys do every single day. Be consistent. Do that good deed. Get that hasana every day of, of, of donating, of giving in charity. You know, instead of giving in one shot, 20 bucks, and then, you know, waiting till next year, give one penny a day and just watch that build up 
it's beautiful, mashallah. So we got tons of questions coming in actually for Saqib. So I love you guys. Thank you for sending these in. I'm, I can't wait to put them on the spot. So <laughs> let's go ahead and share yeah. that with you, brother. And I'm just, I'm just saying that because mashallah, talking to you, you seem so familiar. It's as if we've already known each other for such a long time. You're such an easy brother to talk to. So I'm, I'm loving this. Appreciate that, brother. So let's go ahead and talk uh, about some of the questions here. We got one which is really, really good. And I love that because a lot of our listeners can relate, which is how do you balance your full-time job with developing Minideed, with working on Minideed? We have a lot of people, right? They want to start businesses. They want to be entrepreneurs, but they already have a full-time job. And they think, I, I can't really do this because I got my work. So how do you go about balancing the two? Because we know that you do both. Um. It's it's a good question, Tanzil. Um, it's um, it's a question that I ask myself sometimes <laughs> because it because um, it, it becomes um, uh, it becomes really hard at times. That it, uh, and people need um, you need to understand that it's a very expensive time commitment. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's um, building a startup takes a lot of time, and whatever time you think is going to take, double it. And add ten, or like, and that's still not enough. <laughs> but uh, and um, I think um, what you what you need to do is um, that you make sure um, you 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 understand that you uh, in terms of uh, time management is key. It's something that I've actually struggled with as well. So um, like um, maybe I can answer that question a lot a lot better. Uh, Next time you might have me on the podcast, maybe. But I think one of the things that you, you need to do, like one of the things you might see here is uh, like this whiteboard. So I have this whiteboard mm -hmm. here. I have I have my task on the mini D task on one side and my work work task on the other. And it's um, and these are okay. It's quite empty right now. So no, I, I, I wanted I wanted <laughs> to yeah. highlight it. There you go. So they yeah. can see that board. There you go. We're yeah. showcasing it. Yeah. So like um. <laughs> I've I've been looking into different time, ways to manage my time. It's it's been really difficult, but it's um, and uh, and I'm I'm really grateful for the team to try mm -hmm. and step in and like the, uh, and always um, always uh, oh, they're oh, they're always committed to kind of uh, working on it as well. So let me ask you, brother, how do you, what would you tell someone who who wants to do both, right? Who has a full time job and they're like, I don't have enough time to work on a side project to work, to start a business? Is there something that you could tell them maybe a little insight based on what you currently do? Mm, yeah. So, um, I think, um, um, it's important for like the, um, trying to set boundaries, I'd say, and mm. uh, that depends on your job as well. So like, are you able to set clear boundaries with your job in terms of these are the times I'm going to work on it. And then, uh, and then you look at your available time and, do you have enough time to kind of um, do you have enough time to uh, to take on a new project as well? And um, that's that's something that I've I've struggled with, but it's um, and you also try and be conservative. Like always, be con I've become a lot more conservative about taking on projects right uh, now, as opposed to uh, well, I was uh, like three years ago when and where I used to say yes to anything and mm -hmm. everything that I like I. Uh, and it's really painful for me to try and do it because I see so many people doing so many corporate projects and I really want to help them. but uh, And I really want to get involved, but like uh, uh, know, know what your commitments are, stick to them, and, and then look at your available time and see it, it, uh, will I have enough to be able to commit to long term? Because it is going to be something 
uh, long, uh, that is long term. And right, uh, one of your Facebook users said sometimes burnout hits. It's true, and and, and that's really common. And uh, I've struggled with that as well. Um, and um, it's it's about pacing yourself, setting those boundaries, and that's how we move. Uh, and that's how you try and move forward. But like I said, I'm not the most experienced to talk about that. It's something that I'm still learning to try and manage as well. And um, hopefully I, I can uh, drop more uh, advice on that when I figured it out myself. Mashallah, definitely. And the comments are popping off with people just saying how much value they're getting out of this. So Jazakallah khair for that. I want to ask you, brother, as well. And I think the biggest lesson that people can take away before we move on that I want to highlight from what you said is the importance of saying no. Right. I think the key here is knowing that if you want to do both, if you want to be able to work on a full time job and also maybe start a business. And of course, you won't be able to work full time on that. The key is saying no. The key is saying no when you're, you know, when people ask you, can you help me with this or can you work on this project or, you know, can you go and hang out with us today? Unfortunately, you're going to have some place you're going to have to sacrifice somewhere. That's just the reality of it. Right. In the sense that. You have 24 hours a day. Those 24 hours, that's it. They're set. And you can only give them, you can only give 24 of those hours to different things. And so what are you going to give them to? That's the important decision to make. If you want to be intentional for that, purposeful for that, then I think there's a way to balance both 100%. Now, we got another question. Uh, we got a few more, actually, mashallah. So we'll try to get to as many as possible um, while respecting your time, my my man. So let's see. Sanam Saqib, where would you like Mini-D to be? in three years time from now. So we, we touched upon that a little bit, but let's say three years. So this is longer term. What would be your ideal uh, goal that you'd like to achieve inshallah in the next three years? I think, um, yeah, um, that, that's, uh, I think two things like I mentioned before would be to try and um, continue, um, make make the app the best experience you can. Right. You can for users and continue making improvements to that and, and growing out so more people can can see what we're building here and want to join or well, join, join the mini did army as you say because we, we, we've built like a, we've built a following of users that are re, they're really passionate and i'm sure there's so many more people that are out there that uh would really resonate with what we're trying to do here so it's about so we we, we want to continue growing we want to continue making continue serving our users the best uh, uh, in the best possible way and um yeah so like uh these are the things that we uh, we want to do in the next few years so it's all it's all about honestly from what i can hear it's all about customer focus right it's all about making the app a more pleasant experience and just some so, so easy to use that people just feel like you know they want to use it and they want to keep using it they want to keep coming back to it Mm, yeah, exactly. Got it. Beautiful. So we got one more from Brother Mudassar. So Sakib, this has been an amazing podcast. Thank you for all the insights. Amazing. Feel the same way, guys. So what advice would you give in terms of ensuring you stick to your morals while you scale up? This is such a great question. I love this question. <laughs> um, um, uh, very good question. I think uh, one of the things that we've, we did when we set up when, when meaning it was one of the things that they when we, sorry one of the things that um was done when mini did was set up is mm -hmm. that we, we set our values right and and mm -hmm. and you can check that on our website uh, where we talk about values and we had three things on that which was private privacy integrity 
and transparency. And these are the things that we, we're committed to. We don't want to sell personal information. We 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 uh, we, uh, we approve the charities that they're vetted by the uh, charity commission, and like uh, try and try and try and have integrity in what we're trying to do. And we want to show transparency, right? In terms of we're, we're upfront how we're upfront how we're making more money in terms of, and as as we continue to grow. Um, if you can stick, if you set out the values that you want to stick to, and um, uh, I think, um, I, I think um, that keeps us uh, that keeps us accountable to con uh, to continue. We want we 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 want to see ourselves as the eth ethical social media, and that's a right. that's a really um, because it is incorporated in our brand. We have a we have a responsibility to that, and. Uh, um, I think that gives a level of accountability that we demand, uh, that uh, like our users and everyone else demands from us. That that helps us ensure that we stick to them. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 really insightful. Actually, the key here would be to create to set those values from the get go, right? From even from before you scale. From what I understand and, and what you're saying, which is you know map out. What are your values for your company? Even if you're just one person, and this something, this is an exercise that I did as well in my agency and with Omopreneur. What are our values for Omopreneur before we even start to scale and hire a team and hire people? Because when you hire these people that are going to join your organization as you scale up, you want to make sure that they adopt these values, that they, you know, embrace, you know, the the values that you want your company to reflect right in their transactions and the way that they do business and so it's important to set that from the beginning and that's how you're able to ensure that you maintain those values as you scale mashallah so i want to thank you for that tidbit we got a number of a number of questions mashallah so we're going to try to get to as many as possible guys i apologize if we miss one or two but we'll do our best to get to all of them so we got a few more inshallah this one here during the early times i love this one during the early times of mini deed did you also experience rejection and how did you manage it, right? A lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, they experience rejection daily when they're trying to start their business, grow their business. Is there any insight that you can share with that? Um, sure answer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so th that's why I was saying things about having a thick skin, right? But during the early, um, um, I think um, you, that's what we need to, you need to persevere. We had rejections, we had rejections for like, from uh, even from like from people who might not see like the potential of what we're trying to build here, or, or, or uh, it, it's about trying to sell the idea of what it could be, and um, or, and as you get as you as you realize that more, it gets easier, and um, um, so yeah, we, I, we definitely face rejections, and we face and and in whatever you set out to do, you're gonna face rejections, right? And yeah. uh, some things are like. Um, so some people not, uh, might not see the vision, or, or um, there's different loads of answers why they won't see it. Um, you, you got you got to keep going, man. You got to keep having. Um, you got to keep uh, uh, if once you if you believe in what you're doing, um, it becomes it, it becomes easier to manage it. And you got to keep your keep telling yourself that um, it's. Uh, it's it's okay and but make sure make sure one thing that i always recommend doing is get their feedback or like um why did they reject uh, and, and, and so that you can you, every every rejection you take should be a yeah. uh, should, should be should be something you learn from mm -hmm. and, 
and um, that, that, that's that, that's one of the things that we had uh, when we when we recruited um, um, charity partners when we recruited uh, when we try, when we're trying to get people to buy into what we're trying to do and um, it's natural man you you got you got to keep going hundred percent hundred percent it's part of the process and it's important not to take it personally and as you mentioned yeah. really the best advice is really just keep going and you're going to face it and learn from it, which is, which is absolutely amazing and accurate advice. Now we got one more that I'm going to try to squeeze in. There you go. Ooh. So this is, I don't know if you'd be able to answer that. Cause I know that this is probably more with uh, more in regards to the founder. Maybe you shared with you a story, but do you know the story behind how the name mini deed came about? And if not, that's okay. But let me know if you can share that with us. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not. So I'm, I'm awesome. the best person to ask, uh, answer that. Unfortunately. So let me tell you guys, why don't you go and direct that question to Mini Deeds Twitter? Go and blow up their Twitter, guys, and go on their Twitter and ask them how did they come up with the name, and I'm sure they'll give you an answer, inshallah. So make sure to go there and do that. It's Twitter, and the at the handle is at Mini Deeds, so M-I-N-I-D-E-E-D. Um, we got one more question that we'll squeeze in, inshallah. So let me see here if I can pull that up. So we, we have a question here about monthly analytics. So will you be implementing the monthly analytics into the app? So interesting question here. Do you have any insight in regards to that? Um, <laughs> a good question. Um, uh, I won't, I won't uh, openly reveal anything yet, but okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're working into the backgrounds and I think some people will be happy about what we're trying to build on. So keep your eyes peeled is what I'll say to that question. <laughs> Awesome. Beautiful. Well, I love that, brother. So thank you for coming on. If there's any further question, guys, drop them in the comments and I'll try to see if I can get Slugup to answer them um, by text or reach out to him on Twitter as well. He's You can find him on Twitter at MiniDeed for MiniDeed's account. And you will also find Slugup. What's your handle so we can share it with people that are listening? Um, at Murto Sakib. So M-E-R-T-E-S-A-K-I-B. Okay, beautiful. Uh, M-E-R-T-E-S-A-K-I-B. We'll drop that in the description of the episode, inshallah, as well, so they can reach out to you, connect with you. And is there any other place that you want to drive our listeners to if they can go and support you guys? Of course, we mentioned Mini Deeds Twitter, so go there, guys. Download the actual app. Is there anything else that you recommend people go to support you, support this movement? Um, yeah, we appreciate that. So um, there's a lot of ways that you can um, support us, obviously, uh, as we mentioned the other... Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> we're, we're trying to grow that out. <laughs> Love it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, and, and the main thing to just join the community, download mm -hmm. the app, get involved, and um, and th that's one of the be um, that's one of the ways that you can get involved. Uh, that's the best way that you can actually join in the community. And it, uh, I think it's a really a Whole, uh, a, a really nice community to join. So I, I'd invite everyone to try out their app. And yeah, I'm, 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 I'm more open to all feedback. So any thoughts that you may have, my DMs are always open. My, uh, uh, You can add us on Twitter or, and those avenues are always available. So um, yeah. Awesome. Beautiful, Mashallah. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Slakib. I can just see from the comments, you know, that everyone just enjoyed this episode immensely. Thank you for sharing. Absolute value. Brilliant episode, Mashallah. So thank you to all of the audience who actually tuned in with us. I really want to just express my gratitude to you guys for listening to this podcast and listening to me and, and to Slakib today and, you know, just being part of the conversation. And Slakib, I want to thank you as well, extend to you my heartfelt gratitude for coming on this episode, for sharing some information about yourself, about Mini Deed and your project, mashallah, because as 
we mentioned during the episode, guys, the Messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, uh, that you take up good deeds as much as you're able for the best deeds are those done regularly, even if they are few. And the best way to do that, guys, as we know of right now, is go on mini deed, download the app, and go and start donating, guys. One penny a day is all it takes to get that good deed in. And inshallah, you never know. Maybe that's that's the one thing that helps you on the day of judgment. And I, I, I know that I need as much help as I can. And so make sure to go and download that, inshallah, guys. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or watching on YouTube, subscribe as well to support us. And join us, inshallah, next episode, which is every Tuesday. Take care, guys. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, everyone.